Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I am here with Miss Ashley Rose Lilly. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing so great. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure having you. I know we've been talking a little, for those of you who don't know, we've been talking a little bit before, but here is the hardest question I will probably ask you all day. Oh, no. Who is <laughs> Ashley Rose Lilly? Wow, that is a really great question. Um, I definitely feel like there's a pretty good amount of different like assets to myself and things to me as a person. But overall, I mean, I'm really just a small town girl who loves music and just wants to make it in the industry. I was born and raised in Beckley, West Virginia. Um, I was surrounded by bluegrass and folk music my entire life. My grandfather, um, Everett Lilly, who shares the same name as my dad, was kind of known within that field. Um, he was part of a band called the Lilly Brothers, um, and they did a lot of different things in music. Um, my dad is also a musician. His name is also Everett Lilly. And growing up, he had a band called the Song Catchers that I began singing in at the age of eight. He would let me sing like a couple songs on each show. And as I got older, um, at one point, our lead singer um, ended up leaving because just some like different things. I think she was getting married. And so I think that it was around... 11 or something I actually took on the role of being the lead singer which was really big and I it was definitely something that I kind of had to grow into but I'm very very grateful for that experience we got to do some amazing things we got to like perform at like mountain stage like the IBMA and I got to meet some amazing people um at the same time though growing up with all the bluegrass music and everything um you know as like a young like kid you know like I went to school I like talked to lots of people and um, I was introduced to like a lot of pop music too. I started watching MTV probably younger than I should have, but um, I was also heavily influenced by that and seeing the likes of some amazing musicians such as Lady Gaga, who I'm still a very big fan of. She's like one of my go-tos and just seeing like those like strong like women and Katy Perry and just writing those like songs and just saying like whatever they wanted. Um, whereas the field that I was in was, you know, like a little bit like more traditional in some ways, which is absolutely amazing. And we totally need space for all of those things. But to also just see those people just say things bluntly, unapologetically, sometimes explicitly. It was also like very interesting and it was so cool to just see that. And so then I started um, doing some pop music. Um, I started doing covers initially, but then around the age of 15 or 16, I kind of had like my first relationship. I experienced my first like real like heartbreak in a lot of ways. And so I started writing songs and I started seriously doing some songwriting and I was doing that within pop. But then in recent years, as I've kind of gotten older and I've been like finding like my way, like, I guess, kind of back to my roots of the bluegrass music and looking at where like I'm from and everything, I decided to cross over into country because I feel like country is just such a diverse genre at this point. And it's a way that I can pay like so much like homage to my roots while at the same time, like staying true to myself and like, you know, like the like modern day that like I'm living in my experiences and also those other influences that I also grew up that to me were just as prevalent as what my family was doing because they're both just so important to me so I guess that's like a super long way of answering the question but I guess that's just kind of like who I am that's what I do um 
songwriting and music is really my entire life. I love songwriting just as much as I love singing. I'll tell anyone that. Um, and it just, it's so fulfilling to me. And so really, I mean, I'm just a singer songwriter, small town girl. Like I have a lot of different influences um, and it just, it makes me so happy. And I really just hope to share my music and hopefully people can like find like some relatability or like some healing or even just a good laugh. You know, some of my songs like whiskey drinking song, it's, it's not too serious. It's supposed to be kind of lighthearted and just fun. And I just want to just share that with the world and just have it out there, have it known and have it heard. Absolutely. And I think that giving that background that you said, you know, that gives you such diversity too, as far as being an artist, because you can see the traditional, you can see it all. And you're right. There's a place for everyone. It doesn't matter what you play, how, how, what genre you feel like you may fit into. I think country to pop to even, you know, the Americana and folk, I think it's kind of, it's, yes, they have their genre specific things, but I think it kind Mm -hmm. of all blends, including even bluegrass into that, because I mean, Look at like, um, you know, Patty Loveless, she went over toward bluegrass then more, you know, and, and that's yeah. was like kind of her original passion, you know, but it's just, it's amazing that I think it just all kind of, you know, it can blend really well. So I think it just makes you amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's always hard for me to choose because everyone's like, oh, are you more this or more that? And it's like, honestly, like I just, I have so many influences. It's just, it truly is everything. And I mean, Oh no, it just, that's just how it is. I, I I always, I have a hard time with boxes and for me, country music was definitely like the best like label to put on myself for my sound at the moment, my branding. But I mean, you know, I, I never fully feel like I'm in one specific box. And like you're saying, two genres are getting, you know, more blurred and stuff now and diverse. And I think that's amazing. We're always evolving. Absolutely. And, and some of the big songs today are more based on a single idea. Like in the nineties, the pop songs were based on a single idea, a lot of them you know, versus the full stories that we used to have the traditional country or Americana or the folk, you know? So that's why I said it. So you can really see the differences blending through, through even generation to generation and back, you know, and, and the traditional comes back around just as much as new stuff. So. Oh, it absolutely awesome. does. So who are some of the women that have inspired you to do music? Oh my gosh. There are so many women that have inspired me to do music. Um, Lady Gaga is definitely a huge one. Um, Katy Perry, I really like a lot of her older stuff. Taylor Swift, also another big one. I just love how, sorry, my phone battery just popped up. Um, how just brutally honest, like they all are in all of their works. Um, definitely Rhonda Vinson. I grew up listening to a lot of her. My dad was a big fan of her. I'm also a big fan of her. Linda Ronstadt, um, Amy Winehouse is a huge one. Marilyn Monroe, I think that she is actually just was such an incredible artist that I don't think got nearly enough credit for her talent where it was truly deserved. Um, I mean, I, I could spend all day, but those are definitely, I'd say my top, like, I think that was six or seven women that definitely inspired me heavily, especially in music. Definitely a good group of women for sure. Thank you. <laughs> so I, yesterday I know you're, um, and I was, obviously this will probably film at the end of May, but I know you just recently released Anaheim. You want to tell us about that? where the lyrics came from? Was it something totally personal or? Yeah. um, Anaheim, just like all of my songs is incredibly personal to me. I actually, oh my gosh, I wrote that song, I think back in like 2018 or 2019. So it's been like a little bit of a long time coming, but um, it was kind of about like my first like real relationship and like, you know, the first heartbreak that comes with that. Um, I definitely wrote, written a lot of songs about this person. Um, And we spent a lot of time together in Anaheim, California, because he really liked 
Disneyland and stuff. And like, I'm a big like Disney gal. So we, we go there a lot. And it was just kind of like reflecting on that time and just like, you know, holding that time close to me and just how, you know, sometimes those things fade away. And, you know, that was really hard. That was really sad. But, you know, I'm really glad that like, at least like, you know, a few good songs came out of it. And so Anaheim was really about that very specific to the place. Um, I don't know if that person's heard the song or not, but <laughs> I know that, you know, some people have heard some of my work or even things that I've released and maybe pulled, but, you know, that's been out and I've definitely gotten like a couple messages like kind of asking about it. And I'm just like, I mean, I feel like Taylor Swift has said this, but I mean, I'll say it too because I agree with her. It's like, you know, don't date me if you don't want to be written about. (laughs) That's just, that's kind of just how I heal. But no, so Anaheim was definitely very special to me and just kind of like preserving that time, like acknowledging the pain and stuff, but also, you know, in the course, just kind of looking back saying like, you know, like things were good though, and still acknowledging that because I feel like a lot of times it's easy to get really bitter about things. And I've definitely been guilty of doing that sometimes, even through my songwriting. But with that one, I did also just want to honor that time in a way as well. So, yeah. I love how you said that. Yes. And it's true. I think anyone that's a songwriter, anyone that's written songs or books or even other areas, they will write about what they know, their ex, their breakup, they're usually the ex. I like, I like that. It just makes it really good, you know? Yeah so would you like to get to our 20 crazy questions yeah absolutely okay wonderful there's no right or wrong answer um except for maybe one that could get us arrested but hopefully not and all right we'll see if i end up in handcuffs at the end of the interview <laughs> this okay oh what's the last thing you read the last thing i read i think that it was a book called you are a badass by jen i can't think of her last name right now but that was the book, little self-help book. Good book. Good book. Everyone go read that. Hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? I, I could think of a couple. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Don't tell because that could get us arrested. Yeah, I, I won't say where, but I, I, I could definitely, a couple come to mind. We, we'd still probably end up getting caught, but it might be harder. <laughs> Okay, good. Good. At least we have a few more days or weeks outside of jail. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, what's the best concert or maybe the top two concerts you've ever been to? Ooh, okay. I unfortunately did not see these people together because they did a duo, but separately I saw Tony Bennett and um, Lady Gaga. Those were definitely my top two. Those would be awesome. Yes, for sure. What's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Oh, I would put all my money, well, not all of it, at least maybe all of it, um, just back into my music and just recording and just literally professionally record every single song that I've been wanting to. Perfect. Tell us something on your bucket list. Traveling outside of the country. I've never been outside of the U.S. and I really want to. Wow, that's it. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Even in Canada, I'm just saying there's some really awesome places in Canada too. Yeah, yeah, never been. I, I definitely think probably I want to start with um, Paris, which I know like I feel like everyone says oh, I want to go to Paris, but I really want to see the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> no, I do too. So if, if I ever have uh, free passes for Paris, I'll let you know. Okay. Please. Yeah. Or if one of us wins the lottery. <laughs> okay. Deal. What job would you be terrible at? Anything that requires me sitting at a desk for like a long period of time. I just, I literally like have ADD and like, I just, I can't focus for that long. I can understand that. 
What's your game plan for zombie apocalypse? <sighs> um, it's my understanding that zombies like cannot climb. So I guess that I would like try to stay on top of roofs, but maybe the roof of like a Walmart and I could like cut a hole in it so I could still get like produce and things and eat and just stay on the roof. I like that game plan. That's pretty cool. Oh, what albums or artists should we listen to before we die? Oh, oh my gosh. There's so many. I always go back to Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett, but absolutely those two as a duo and a separate artist. Um, Amy Winehouse, Taylor Swift, Miranda Lambert, Luke Combs. I have been absolutely obsessed with like on another level of obsession. Anything that Luke Combs has made. Oh my gosh, I don't want to leave anyone out. Um, I've been really into this pop artist, Fletcher. I, I think that she does some really, really cool things. Um, yeah, definitely Beach Boys. I mean, who doesn't love the Beach Boys journey? Just so many, but th- those are definitely a few that are kind of like my go-tos for sure. Yeah, great selection. Great selection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you all haven't heard any of those, go check them out after the interview. Mm-hmm, please. Who would play you? in a movie about your life? Oh my gosh, I love this question. These are so fun. Okay, so I would definitely want either Margot Robbie or Blake Lively. I can see either of them. That would be awesome. Even Dove Cameron, some people have said that I look like her. So I I guess she would also be pretty cool. I'm not as familiar with her acting, but like, she, she seems like she'd be pretty good too. Okay, so we have the top three. I'll let you know when we get them signed up and who, who should play you. You can do the final casting call. Yeah, the, maybe some of them could like play me during like different stages of my life too. I don't know. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. That'd be cool. Where's Waldo? Hmm. Maybe on top of the Hollywood sign. Never looked for him up there. I will have to check <laughs> that out now. Would you rather cook or order in? Order in, hundred <laughs> percent. Any day. Do you have a Do you have a favorite meal or favorite food genre? Mm. You know, Italian or Chinese. Or- I have a couple. Um, I really love Italian gnocchi. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, with a nice creamy marinara. Or sometimes I'm really into sushi, but just kind of like a basic like tempura California roll. But sometimes it'll be a little bit more bold and get an eel roll. So either Italian or sushi, I'd say, or sometimes chicken tenders. Cause I'm like literally five. <laughs> with, like, <some> ranch. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. No one said we had to grow up. They just told us we have to age. Remember. I love that. I'm going to write that somewhere. I should get that tattooed. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I would inspire someone else with tattoo. I, I feel inspirational yeah. today. Thank you. You never know. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, do you sing in the shower? Sometimes, but sometimes I also have a weird habit of like brushing my teeth in the shower. So then I can't really do it at the same time. But when I'm not brushing my teeth in the shower, I I do sing in the shower. Perfect. Boots or heels? You know, I feel like if you'd asked me this a few months ago, I would have said heels. But lately I've been wearing cowgirl boots with literally everything. They don't really have much of a heel. So I guess I would say boots at this point. It could change, but right now boots. Right now, it's boots. Perfect. What's the best thing since sliced bread? Mm. Honestly, anything with potatoes. I have like a weird obsession with potatoes, like hash browns, mashed potatoes and gravy, potato chips, just yeah, potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> I love potatoes. You're welcome sliced to come potatoes. over anytime. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it? Ooh, guilty pleasure music. Oh, that that's a really good question. Um, honestly, I mean, I don't think that I feel like guilty about it, but in, I guess like the term of like guilty pleasure, like things that like maybe people would expect me to listen to. Um, I definitely listen to like a good amount of like, I guess like Nicki Minaj, like Cardi B, like those little like I don't need no man's like little rap anthems. I definitely those are some of my little go tos. <laughs> Perfect. What's the worst pizza topping? Mm, probably mushrooms. That one I think is going to be second or third in place. I think the first biggest hot topping is pineapple. Oh, I like a good pineapple on pizza, though. Some like Canadian bacon. Okay, so you're on the pro pineapple. We have pro and yeah, anti pineapple apparently going on. So just say. People feel really strongly about the pineapple thing, though, one way or another. Yeah, I'm finding that out. I, I didn't think that was going to be such the hot topic of, of pizza. I thought, you know, well, someone will say green pepper. Someone will say anchovy. So, but yeah, mushrooms and um, pineapple have been up there. Sardines, I think, are kind of in third. So, yeah, I'm like. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever had sardine pizza, but I feel like they get a bad rep. So it makes me nervous to try them. But yeah. I'll try most things once. <laughs> Try it once and if you don't like it, don't do it again. Exactly. If you could be any person or a position like a CEO or an accountant, what person or position would you want to be for the day and why? I feel like I brought her up so many times throughout this whole interview, but I would be Lady Gaga just because in terms of her career and like, um, you know, her music's really great, but not just her music, but just like her career and like the Grammys that she's won. I think that like she got an Oscar, like the different awards, like how much like, you know, she gets to, like write like her music and all the people that she gets to work with, I would probably be Lady Gaga. I love that. Either her or Taylor Swift, because they both have like a super, super loyal fan base, but I don't know. I don't feel like anything compares to Swifties. <laughs> you know, very true there probably. Yeah. yeah. But I love the Lady Gaga because I think she just was someone that was so determined to do what she's doing. And she, you know, hearing the notes like everyone hears and and just she was determined because she's like, okay, I don't fit in the mold and that's it. Let's do it. You know? Yeah. Just completely unapologetic, like such a queen. And like people like totally just underestimated her. And like now everyone's like, oh, wow, she really can sing. It's like, I've been saying that since like the earlier 2000s, even as a kid, yeah. like I kept saying that. everyone's like, no, nah, no. Nah. And I'm like, no, this, this woman is insanely talented. Like do not write her off. Oh, I was on that bandwagon too. I love when you find people so great and then they just they become awesome and everyone else finds them. And you're like, yeah, that's what I was trying to tell you. Yeah. Pay attention. You. yeah. <laughs> oh, are you good at keeping secrets? Yes. If it's an okay. important secret, if it's like something kind of dumb, then mm, I don't know. But if it's something actually serious, absolutely. My lips are sealed. No one will ever know. Okay. Perfect. If I have anything serious, I'll let you know. Just not on here. Yeah. <laughs> at what age do you feel that you became an adult? Honestly, I still don't feel like I've become an adult. <laughs> um, but I, I guess like if I really had to choose like the age, like, I guess like maybe like I like matured the most, maybe probably somewhere around like 20 or like 21. I'm 22 now. So I guess more recently, I just started realizing like, because I feel like I was always trying so hard to be like super mature and an adult, like you're not like 16, 17. I'm like, no, like I'm mature. Like why are people saying I'm young? And 
now I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? I don't care if people think I'm an adult or not, but in a weird way, I think that that makes me more grown up because I don't feel like I have anything to prove. It's like, I mean, cool. I'm just going to keep doing my thing. I'm going to keep hustling and you guys can think I'm immature, super young or whatever, but I'm just not going to act any differently. I, I think a lot of growing up is just having more like, I guess, self-assurance and confidence and just not letting what other people say get to you. So I guess, yeah, into my 20s now, which I'm still very early into my 20s, but I think I've done a lot of growing up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think it's funny because someone mentioned they're like, oh, yeah, when I had to pay bills and run and pay my own rent and all this, that's when I felt like I started growing up because I didn't have a choice. I had to be responsible. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, you know, that could be it, too. For everyone, it's different. So, yeah. yeah. Do you live by any words of wisdom? If so, what are they? I definitely do. I think one of them for sure is the comeback is always greater than the setback. I always try to remind myself of that. I also live by um, the quote of this too shall pass, which um, my dad has always told me growing up. I know that he's not the one that like wrote it, but it's like a quote that he'd often use. I don't know who originally said it because, you know, a lot of people hear it and they just think like, oh yeah, during the hard times, those pass. And I use it for that. But on the flip side, I also try to remember in the good times, not in a negative way, but just like in an honest way that, you know, nothing is permanent. So even during good times, you really need to appreciate that and be very grateful. And then the last quote that I go by is always forward, never back, just because, you know, sometimes it's really hard to like see the light at the end of the tunnel or sometimes like life gets messy or crazy or stressful, but it's like, it doesn't matter if you can see a way, a path, anything just on, just forward, just keep going. And so I, I wish I to think of that too. Well, that, that's beautiful. They were all beautiful. And, and that going forward, definitely. I mean, the only thing you, you can learn from the past is learn your mistakes and figure out how to move forward in a better way. I think that's the only mm-hmm. thing you learn from the past. There's no yeah. reason to stay there. Yeah. So, no. Beautiful. Thank you. So what do you have going on for the rest of 2022? Are you doing some more writing? Obviously you're saying you're doing some writing. So what's happening? Some touring? Yeah. Oh my God. So much, so much. Yeah. Honestly, so much that like, I feel like I definitely plan, like I'm learning to plan things better. A lot of times it's like, I'll write something, I'll record it. And I'll just want to release it like the next month. But you know, a lot of people have like all their like recordings and releases, like set for the next like two years, like five years, like, and I'm definitely not there, but in terms of things that I know for sure are happening, um, I've been booking um, a pretty like okay amount of gigs. I'm doing a performance at Hotel Cafe in Los Angeles next month on May the 18th, which I'm really excited about. I'm doing a performance on June 3rd at the Mint in Los Angeles. And then I also get to perform at John Henry Days, which is a little festival in West Virginia, which I'm super, super excited for. And that's going to be, I believe, on July the 8th. So I'm going to be having some performances. Um, I've been doing a lot of writing at the moment. I don't have anything like set to be released, but I definitely have like a couple of ideas in the works. So I'm really excited for that. Um, And just doing some more things with Route 66 country music, who I like in the past, like couple months, I believe it's been a couple months, maybe more, maybe less. I don't know. I'm recently partnered with and I've been doing, you know, some of like um, the blog writing with them and like also like Stacey, the owner, and then um, Rachel, who is our branch in the UK with Scarlet River something. I'm so bad with the names, um, but she Scarlet has River like management. It's okay. Yep. Scarlet River management, her <laughs> own like, you know, management company and stuff, which is awesome. And so it's been so much fun to work with them. So definitely just continuing to work with them, hoping to also like interview like some more artists with them. Like today interviewing um, an artist was like such a like fun time. Um, and yeah, just constantly writing. Um, I've been toying with the idea of moving to Nashville, which if I was going to do that, it would probably happen this fall. So I might be moving to Nashville. 
Um, so just a lot of exciting things and just writing, meeting people and just trying to work with as many awesome people as I can and build those relationships, those connections and just build each other up. And yeah. Well, and that's exactly what life's about. You just pointed out in one little sentence, build each other up. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, connections and everything are amazing and so important, but I think that they're so much more meaningful when there's actually like a real like relationship behind those and just so much support and just so much love. Like, you know, I'm really just all about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if y'all haven't checked out any of Ashley Rose Lily's music or anything, just go over to her website, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify. She's on all the great networks. Uh, Make sure you check out her newest release, Anaheim. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure having you on and you are welcome back anytime. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. And I love your 20 questions. I think that is so much fun. Oh my gosh, this was awesome. And I love everything you do. Thank you again for having me. Thank you. And maybe next year you can help me write some new questions. That'd be so much fun. If you ever, yeah, that'd be awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all for joining us for another episode. We'll see you soon. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.